Blog Talk Radio.
your number one source for knowledge in the information age. High Frequency Radio Network.
I would like to welcome you to another episode of the Foundation here on High Frequency Radio Network. I am your host, Sot L, Seeker of Truth L. Speaker of Truth L, it is my pleasure to welcome you back again or welcome you here for the first time. The foundation where we understand incorrect information, incorrectly applied, can get you hurt. Correct information, incorrectly applied, can get you hurt. So we're looking to correctly apply that correct information. Oh, yes, indeed. I want to begin by saying and starting off with all thanks, honors, and praise is due to the Creator and the ancestors for without them, we definitely would not be here. You wouldn't be here. I wouldn't be here. But you wouldn't be here. I want to say peace and big up to my big brother, Uncle Yusuf L, High Frequency Radio Network Creator, Private Side Solutions, SBC University. I mean, my man, what are you going to say about him? And no. He's not actually my big brother. He's not actually my uncle. He's all of our big He's either your big brother or he's your uncle. I don't know. You choose. I'm choosing both. So salute and shout out to that big brother, Yusuf L, the uncle. Welcome to the foundation.com. Make sure you go there. Sign up for the email list at the very least. Really going to start getting into more offerings, let me just say it like this, for y'all, as far as, you know, I know a lot of people have been hitting this up and being like, what's up with the trusty training, and then, you know, trusty training isn't necessarily cheap, so, so beyond, and, you know, I guess, beyond the trust primer that the foundation is offering, we're getting into some other things, like some webinars, I'm going to do some trust webinars. Imagine that. But obviously it's going to be choreographed to the dance of the foundation. So be on the lookout for that, but make sure you check out welcome to the foundation.com. Sign up for the email list. You can uh, check out the PDF six section, get your free learn on, download it. It's all good. You can find the Twitter, Instagram, Facebook if you're into, if you're into social media and such. You can as well make a donation. Appreciate the donations. You can also book a consultation. All from the same spot. Welcome to the foundation.com. I want to say peace to all the listeners. As always, I want to say peace to all the live listeners. Whether you're on the internet live or you're calling in live, live callers, all the podcast listeners, all the archive listeners. Salute, salute. All the internet listeners, people who checking it out on the MP3. I don't know how you got it. I don't know how you check it out, but I appreciate you, and I want to say peace to you. I also want to say, <coughs> excuse me, peace to all the trustees and trustee training, you know, as well as peace to anyone else who is investing in their private education. Because indeed, anyone, however you're doing it, if you're making that investment, salute to you, man, keep it up. Salute to you, sister, keep it up. Definitely, definitely, definitely. I want to say peace to anyone who we've done business with, 
you know, private anyone who sent an email, well wish, current events, all that stuff. Or otherwise add it to the foundation. Salute, peace. Also, excuse me, I got distracted. That's my bad. We're gonna get into these, you know, these current events. I apologize. We starting about a half hour later today. Just cause I mean that's that's how it happened. But I do wanna invite y'all to check out the trust primer. Twenty five bucks. That's it. Over eighteen documents that I personally, you know, put together. As far as like if you're, you know, first getting into trust first trying to figure out what is trust how does this work how, do, how does it work for me how can i use it to my advantage to the advantage of my family you know what what is this and how does it benefit me you know the trust primer is going to put you on it that's going to give you the introduction the primer on trust trust administration so on and so forth and like i said over 18 documents handpicked so if you're interested in that email us admin at welcome to the foundation.com do want to say you know you know what let me just get into these current events let me just get into this. So we, what we got here? I'm gonna start off with Reuters. Obviously, we know this. We know this happened. World stock scale record peak on U.S.-China trade deal. So world stocks inch to a record high. Um, after United States and China signed a deal to defuse the 18-month trade war, which has weighed on global economic growth and hampered investments. Uh, U.S. President Donald Trump and Chinese Vice Premier um, Liu He, I don't know, man, today signed a deal that will roll back some tariffs and see China boost purchases of U.S. goods and services by $200 billion over the two years. That's dope. $200 billion, baby. Remember that number, $200 billion. Over two years. Y'all remember that. Two years, $200 billion. I'm finna show y'all the... I'm finna... Woo, I'm finna do my dance. The deal does not address structural economic issues that led to the trade conflict and does not fully eliminate the tariffs. While the $200 billion purchase targets look daunting to achieve, yet it reduced uncertainties that have beset final mar- uh, financial markets. Quote, whether somebody looks at this as big progress or little progress, it is something tangible. And so the arrow is pointing in a direction that the market is comfortable with. This is Chuck Carlson, chief executive officer at Horizon Investment Services, at Hammond, Indiana. I'm gonna stop there. Two hundred billion in two years. Moving forward, CNBC. Here's what China agreed to buy from the U.S. in the Phase One trade deal. Record highs, record peaks, yo, in the stock market for 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 two hundred billion over two years. I, I know, I know, that's the Phase One, right? That's the phase. There's more phases. There'll be more, right? Man, we talking about countries. You talking about two hundred billion? China agreed to purchase an additional blah blah blah. The deal stipulates that Beijing will buy seventy-seven billion dollars in additional goods and services in twenty twenty, and one hundred twenty-three billion dollars 
in 2021 to meet the total $200 billion. China bought $186 billion of U.S. goods and services in 2017. Combined with the new incremental agreement, U.S. exports to China should, in theory, climb to $263 billion in 2020 and $309 billion in 2021. Either amount would mark a record-breaking acceleration for U.S. exports to China. $200 billion. $200 billion. Why do I keep saying that? Oh, this is why. I remember Reuters, U.S. government posts $13.3 billion deficit in December. One month, $13 billion. In one month. How many months are in a year? 12. So 13 times 10 is 130. Then you got to add the, the other two, right? So if that's 26. 150-something billion dollars deficit. Washington Reuters, the U.S. government recorded a $13.3 billion budget deficit in December, just December. The Treasury Department said Monday that compared to a budget deficit of $13.5 billion in the same month the year earlier. USA was down uh, $200 million. Um, analyst polled by Reuters had forecast $15 billion deficit for the month. Unadjusted receipts last month totaled $336 billion, up from 7% from December 2018, while the unadjusted outlays were $349 billion. When adjusted for calendar effects, whatever a calendar effects means, I don't know, the deficit for December was $40 billion compared with an adjusted deficit of $35 billion, December 2018. So how's it going from $13 billion to $40 billion? Look, I guess it's a calendar effect. I'm going to have to look that up, but I'm not going to do that now because this is y'all time. $200 billion, yo, in two years. They're going to be over $200 billion in two years just off the deficits, baby. What does it matter? It doesn't matter. Walmart sacks 56 executives in India. So it's not just it's just not America, man. As part of restructuring, Walmart, the world's largest retailer, has fired 56 of its executives in India. The move underscores the challenges Walmart has faced in expanding its wholesale business. Uh, the company operates 28 wholesale stores in Asian, uh, in the Asian country. My bad where it sells goods to small shopkeepers and not to retail consumers. I'm going to move forward. Ford invests $82 billion. My bad. That's too much. Ford invests $82 million to expand the plant in Vietnam, not America. Ford Motor Company said on Tuesday it's investing $82 million to expand its plant in northern Vietnam to boost Production capacity. Ford Vietnam, established in 1995, said the expanded factory will boost the U.S. automaker's annual capacity. The additional investment, which would bring the company's total investments in Vietnam for more than 200 million, would come in two stages over two year periods starting this year. The construction will expand the facility across the additional 60,000 square meters of land, bringing the total area of 226 thousand square meters. Mm. Uh, Macy's 
is closing nearly 30 stores. CNBC. The planned closures of Macy's stores and one Bloomingdale's locations are largely concentrated in the eastern half of the United States. There's what, five locations on the West Coast. Macy previously said in 2016 he was planning to shutter 100 stores over time. The first wave of closures was announced in January of 2017 when it released the names of 68 stores. Then in 2018, it announced nearly a dozen more would close. Last year, it shuttered less than 10. Most of the closures came as store leases expired. Ladies Macy stores expected to close Summersville Town Center in California, Westfield uh, Meridian, my bad, Westfield Meriden in Meriden, Connecticut, Pompano City Center, Pompano Beach, Florida, Seminole Town Center, Florida, Indian River Mall, Florida, the Falls, Miami, that's the Bloomingdale's, Macon Mall, dang, that's in Georgia, uh, the Gallery at South Cap. Man, that's in Georgia. King Shop in Hawaii, Lewiston Center Mall, Idaho, Illinois, Illinois, Indiana, Kansas, Kentucky, Maryland, Massachusetts, Montana, New York, Comac, New York, North Carolina, Ohio, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Tennessee, Washington, Washington. Mad stores, B. Um, good news, I guess. <laughs> I don't like to be the bearer of 100% bad news. California court says truckers are exempt from the gig worker law. I don't know if y'all remember. It was like last year or something. They uh, California, and I, I talked on this because it was all bad. They ruled that uh, certain 1099 workers were had to be classified as employees. And, you know, it was a big thing. Well, uh, truckers ain't got to worry about that. Uh, the new gig worker law does not apply to independent truck drivers because they are subject a federal statute. This is what a Los Angeles judge rules, handing a victory to one industry that is challenging a state effort to clamp down on labor abuses. The law known as AB5N, which took effect on January 1st, makes it tougher for companies to classify workers as contractors rather than employees, a classification that exempts them from paying for overtime, health care, and workers' compensation. It's really, it's really just a money grab, man. You know what I'm saying? By the state, truckers have mounted the strongest defense against AB5, which is best known for striking at the heart of high-profile gig gig economy businesses like Uber Technologies and Postmates, which depend on freelance workers to provide low-cost transportation and deliveries. In decision, was that was this debate? This can't be today, man. No, it wasn't today. In its decision, was it today? It doesn't matter. In a Los Angeles Superior Court decision, Judge William Heiberger said AB5 prohibits motor carriers from using independent contractors to provide transportation services and therefore is preempted by the Federal Aviation and Administration Authorization Act of 1994. So if you're a trucker and they're over here popping that yang, there you go. Y'all exempt. It was uh, Los Angeles Superior Court Judge William Heiberger. Boom. Uh, Boeing supplier Spirit to lay off more than 20% of the workforce in Kansas. This is Reuters out of Seattle. 
Boeing, Boeing, Boeing's, Boeing, <laughs> biggest supplier, Spirit Aerosystems Holdings, said on Friday it plans to lay off more than 20% of the work, workforce at its Wichita, Kansas-based as it grapples with halted production and uncertainty over when the 737 MAX jets will return to service. So, I mean, if you're in Wichita, you probably already know this. But either way, it's all bad. What else we got here? Okay, so gold, and then we out. Gold firms as U.S.-China trade deal. Details fail to allay uncertainty. Gold rose today as details of the U.S.-China phase one trade deal failed to soothe investors' concerns about trade differences. See? Smart money know what's up. I looked at that right away and was like, mm, dang, 200, whatever. 200, man, come on, man. When you're looking at a macro economy of a country, get out of here. And the other precious metals, palladium climbed to a record high and platinum surged to its highest in nearly two years. That's how you really know this thing's about to pop off. <clears throat> because, I mean, this is one of the indicators, at least. United States and China signed the interim trade deal that will roll back some tariffs and boost Chinese purchases of U.S. goods and services. Blah, blah, blah. Anyways, gold went up. So that don't look too, you know, hey, it is what it is, whatever you think, whatever you're down with. Me personally, I ain't got it. Well, we got two more. Microsoft issues critical Windows security fix after tip-off from U.S. National Security Agency. Everybody who got a Windows machine, if you have um, a laptop and it's Windows, you need to do the update straight up. You need to do that update right now, system update, uh, what is it called, Microsoft update, whatever it is. Find it and download the updates because Microsoft has rolled out an important security fix after the United States. National Security Agency tipped off the company to a serious flaw in its widely used Windows operating system. Microsoft said the flaw could allow a hacker to forge digital certificates used by some versions of Windows to authenticate and secure data. Exploiting the flaw could have potentially serious consequences for Windows systems and users. NSA and Microsoft said they had not seen any evidence that the flaw had previously been abused, but both urged Windows users to deploy to deploy the update as soon as possible. The NSA official and new burgers, a lot of burgers, man, noted that operators of classified networks had already been prodded to install the update and everyone else should now expedite, expedite the implementation of the patch. Microsoft patch marks the first time the NSA has publicly claimed credit for prompting a software security update, although the agency said it has alerted companies in the past to flaws in their products. I've never seen this before, said um, a chief executive, Amit Yoran, who previously served as founding director of the U.S. Computer Emergency Readiness Team. Went on to say, I cannot think of a single instance where government shared a zero-day with a vendor and took credit for the zero-day exploit is uh, basically a, a large exploit, from my understanding. It's a large exploit in a program or software that can be um, used at any time and hasn't been used officially yet. But I don't know, man. I'm not a tech genius. You may know better than me. Hit me up. 
What else we got? And then we out of here. Because y'all need to secure your data. Y'all need to secure your data. Um, Fidelity Investments Crypto Arm makes first push into Europe. And this is, you know, I ain't, I ain't really mess with crypto, man. You know, I grabbed some Bitcoin and then did a move. But, you know, that's all I'm going to say. I grabbed some Bitcoin and did a move. You know what I mean? And then after that, I was like, you know, hey, but, this, I, you know, I always figured that, like, this, these cryptocurrencies was like the, because the IMF already put out a white paper talking about uh, not only breaking below the zero bound in interest rates, but also, so negative interest rates, but also the cash to society. And I think I did shows on this, or I mentioned it. If y'all want me to do a show on it, then I'll do a show on it. But it's very interesting. And they explain how to implement these things and just do it through banking systems and not to have it through actual legislation because, you know, this is be serious. Most people don't buck at any type of, you know, wild legislation. But, you know, this crypto stuff, man, you know, A, you need power, B, you need um, uh, Wi-Fi or some sort of uh, internet connection, uh, C, you need uh, some sort of, uh, you know, laptop or phone or something. You know, there's so many things that you need. So, I'm, I'm the, hey, either way, man, when, when you see large investment companies like Fidelity pushing this stuff, it just makes me feel better about my overall decision. But moving forward, Reuters, the cryptocurrency arm of Fidelity Investments. As y'all know, Fidelity has a cryptocurrency arm. Oh, because, you know, if you didn't, you know, uh, now you know. And this is why I just be like, mm, I'm private, fam. <laughs> Fidelity Digital Assets. Um. The crypto uh, currency arm, Fidelity Digital Assets. As y'all know the company was named Fidelity, Fidelity Digital Assets. These fools ain't playing. But then a lot of people would be like, well, if the big guys are getting into it, then, you know, that's smart money and they know what's up. The big guys are also buying, the banks are also buying um, mad amounts of gold, fam. How about that? I'm going to start with that first. You get something tangible and get that popping and you do your dance though. Um, one of the world's largest investment managers, Fidelity, has launched its first foray into Europe, opening a new front in efforts to drag digital money into mainstream invest- investing. This is what they want, fam. I'm convinced. Fidelity Digital Assets will act as a custodian for Bitcoin held by London-based cryptocurrency investment firm Nickel Digital Asset Management. The two companies said in a joint statement. The lack of back office services like custody offered by major financial firms has been one reason that large investors across the world have held back from involvement in the highly volatile but potentially lucrative emerging assets. Talking about Bitcoin, cryptos. Yet it remains to be whether the provision of such services alone by firms like Boston-based Fidelity, which has $7.8 trillion under management, man, will pave the way for an influx of mainstream money into cryptocurrencies. And that's what you need. You need a big player like Fidelity or Charles Schwab or something like that to jump on this crypto to, like, legitimize it, you know? So 
and other companies will start doing it. And then, you know, the overall general public will do it. Next thing you know, you're paying for everything with your phone. I'm not cool with that. You know what I'm saying? Like, And then I'm convinced there's going to be communities that ain't going to do that. I'm not, man, I'm, up, I'm about to digress for a second. I was traveling in Philadelphia. I'm just going to let y'all know. Y'all flying to Philadelphia. They got these things. I'm, I came into customs through Philadelphia, man. They got these signs making it sound convenient. I'm just walking through, you know, um, walking to customs, and I see these signs talking about convenience and machines or whatever. I get up to the thing. The, the lady told me that I got to go to the machine. I look at the machine. It got a camera on it. It looked like it's uh, um, it got a camera looking at me. It's got a screen, and it looks like it got the them digital fingerprint reader pad on it. And it's like a, a line of them, yo. It's a bunch of them. It's like, I ain't going to say 12 because I might be tripping. There's at least five of them joints. You know what I'm saying? In a row. And they pushing people to these machines, man. And I asked the lady, I'm like, yo, do I got to use this machine? She said, yes. I was like, are you sure I got to use this machine? She said, yes. I said, are you absolutely positive I have to use this machine? She said, yes. And I was like, well, I refuse to use <laughs> I don't consent. I refuse to use the machine. So now what? And she was like, you got to talk to the supervisor. I was like, so what are, I don't have to use the machine. And she just looked at me. Um, anyways, I went to the thing, talked to the dude. It wasn't a supervisor yet. The dude was like, you just got to fill out a customs form. And some some y'all got to fill out a customs form or just whatever. So I fill out the customs form. I go talk to the dude. And he was like, I need the printout from the machine. And I was like, I ain't go to the machine. We don't use it. He's like, you don't want me to use the machine? <laughs> And I was like, nah, I ain't going to use the machine. He's like, you don't want to use the machine? I'm like, nah, fam, I ain't trying to use that machine. He's like, well, I got to call the supervisor. I'm like, yeah, man, that's what she said. You know what I'm saying? So he calls the supervisor. He gets indignant. And I was trying to ask him a question. I was trying to ask him something else about this situation specifically. And he, like, ignored me. Fam just ignored me. Like, he was looking straight down on the whatever and just ignored me. The supervisor come up, cool as a cucumber. Supervisor, shout out to you, fam. Should have got your name or whatever. But my man was cool as hell, man. And he understood what I was saying, and basically he's like, "You don't have to do that." And he, you know, he took the thing, made do, put, uh, and niggas went through straight through customs, you know. And that's what I'm saying, man. Like, yo, y'all better be careful. And Philly, y'all, hey, y'all, be, you know, the city of. And dude, he even told me he was like, it was the city, it's the city of Philadelphia. They bought these machines, they put it in here. I'm like, I'm, I don't even live in the city of Philadelphia. I don't even live in Pennsylvania. You know, I'm not subject to this jurisdiction or these legislations. And he, he looked at me, man, he looked at me, and he nodded his head. He said, you're absolutely right. I might have made a little scene. I don't care, though, man. This is infringement. And this is what, you know, I, I'm look, big pension funds and asset managers remain highly skeptical of digital currencies because of their patchy regula- regulation and reputation for hacks, heists, and other crimes, despite the large potential gains and, on offers or your um, your um, what do they call them? Your your uh, oh man, why am I drawing a blank right now? Your, uh, uh, your asset manager, that's what I'm thinking about, or the custodian of of all the money for your 401k for your company. You know what I'm saying? Or this dude just forgot the password for the uh for the wallet or whatever for the Bitcoin or the crypto. He just can't remember it, man. I read so many stories, people. Lost this, and they lost their key, and they can't, and it's turned in, and really is millions of dollars worth of Bitcoin. Look, man, Fidelity's getting into crypto. 
Pay attention. And I'm not I'm not saying anything about you know, I know there's traders that be trading the crypto. That's a business as far as I'm concerned. I'm talking about as an asset. Oh man. As an as a as an investment, long term, probably not. That's just me though, you know. But my guy told me about Bitcoin. I think it was like twenty five bucks or something. He told me about it. And I told him I wasn't trying to hear it. I thought, you know, it was years ago too. I wish I would have listened. I ain't listen. I ain't listen. But whatever. Either way, this is the cash of society. And here it comes. And there's going to be many ways it is pushed. And if you're not ready for it, if you're not ready for this coming recession, because it's coming, the market is melting up. You know, these fools tried to sign a trade deal. I need to understand what I'm about to say. These fools signed a phase one agreement of a trade deal. It's not even a whole trade deal. Number one, for $200 billion over two years and the market hit record highs, yo. Come on, man. $200 billion? You know how much money is represented in the stock market? (laughs) Oh, man. I don't know if you understand what I'm trying to say. I hope you do. But, you know, if you're not ready for this stuff because your 401k is wrapped up in that, I'm sorry. Your your individual retirement account is wrapped up in that, in that stock market, and that was a big thing they did in the last recession. Is they took the responsibility of the pensions and the retirement off of the companies and put it onto the stock market, which is really in the public. You know what I'm saying? Just like straight up, like here in the casino, almost. I'm not playing. I'm telling the truth. And if you're not ready, if you're not properly structured, if if you're not ready for it, you don't have the proper savings, you don't have the proper foundation, you don't have the proper mind mind state, it's going to be really rough and tumble for you. And, you know, I mean, I'll pray for you. You know, that's all I can really do. But if you listen to the foundation, if you on high frequency, if you... If you you know, if you on the if you on the level, then um, you need to be making moves, and that's why you know um, gold's going up. You know, gold gold is going on on the way up. Silver's up over eighteen dollars an ounce. I was I was grabbing that stuff when it was like ten, less than ten. It's, it's crazy, amazing what's going on right now. And it's still money. That's what y'all understand. It's still money. You know, gold's going up. Um, silver's going up. True assets are going up. But everything else is going up. And it's really everything that's denominated in, you know, currency, Federal Reserve notes, you know, so on and so forth. But ultimately, this is what we're going to talk about this evening. You know, that's what I'm on. You know, I'm, I'm going to tell you, you know, um, what the elite do not want you to know about money. I'm going to break it down to step on some toes. I really think you should take some notes. I really think you should open your mind. 
I really think that if you believe that you are smart and you know the things that, it, you know, for the next whatever, how many minutes, just, you know, just forget that. Forget that you're smart and you know the things because no one knows everything and you don't know what you don't know. You understand what I'm saying? It's 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 how we need to adjust the way we look at things um, in order for us to properly do and successfully achieve what we're looking to achieve. Look, goals at fifteen fifty. That's a fifteen fifty seven. It was higher than that, you know, uh, last week. I don't remember exactly what it was, man. Y'all, y'all check if you want to. You know, what I, mean? I don't know, but it was higher than that. But fifteen fifty is just like. That's the floor, and it's been sitting at that floor. So more than likely, it's not going to go below 1550. It's just going to keep moving up. And, you know, when it comes to gold continuing to go up, don't think that you can't get your hands on it because you can't. You know, there's a company called Carrot Bars. They got fractional gold up to or down as little as a tenth of an ounce of gold. A tenth of an ounce. I mean, I'm sorry, a tenth of a gram. My bad. Of a gram. Y'all know what I'm talking about. A tenth of a gram. It's like a little little sheet, but they put it in this little bill and they put this stuff on it and make it legit and anti-counterfeit and all this other stuff. You can, you know, up to a gram and even more, you know. And if you want to get more than a gram or two, then we should find other moves. But until then, until you get to that spot, you can do $10 a month. You can do $15 a month minimum. I know you can't. I know you can. You know you can. You know? And it adds up over time. Over time. And this is what we need to be putting our savings in. Savings. So, I'm going to get you... Look, as best as I can say it, the first thing the elite don't want you to know about money is that you don't have any money. Not most of y'all don't have any money and if you do have any money it's very little and what I mean by that is you gotta know what real money is and real money is not paper man it's not pieces of paper man it's not negotiable instruments because that's what those are those are negotiable instruments they fall under article 3 and the elite don't want you to know that you're subject to tax because you're using a private medium of exchange known as currency also known as federal reserve notes on the top of the dollar twenty dollar bill or whatever it says note federal reserve note and it says this note like the top left corner about around the middle is legal tender for all debts public and private it's a note it is a promise to pay a let me start with that not money it's a promise to pay and it's not yours. And one of the main reasons, you can debate me which one. You can say, and yeah, there's other things that come into play, but one of the main reasons is why individuals are subject to tax because individuals and businesses and corporations and even trusts, why trusts need to file returns and family foundations need to file returns and so on and so forth is because the use of Federal Reserve notes, the use of the government's promises to pay. You never pay for anything if you're using notes, you discharge, you discharge the obligation to pay to a later date. Let me say that again. When you so-called pay for something 
with Federal Reserve notes. I don't care how much you got. You can make it rain if you want. You're not buying anything. You're not paying for anything. You're discharging the obligation to pay to a later date. And you're not even using your notes. Number one, that's not real money. Real money is gold and silver. There was a, a time in history where money was salt. There was, Roman soldiers were paid in salt. And then little denariuses. They started striking the little pieces of silver, which is about the size of a dime. And where the dime came from. And I know a lot of people are familiar with the word shillings, but and that's silver. But how many people are familiar with the word money, which was a measurement of gold? But real money is gold and silver, hands down. That's that's I'm a, that's number one. I'm, I'm gonna move on to number two because I you know I'm getting long winded. Um, number two, what the elite. Do not want you to know about money, so-called money. And we'll get back to these notes, these promises to pay. Tell you, they tell you exactly what it is. They're telling us exactly what it is on the face of the instrument. And we're still using these things and being belligerent. But then maybe that's a subject for another time. The next thing Number two is inflation. And I want you to understand what inflation is. I'm going to tell you what inflation is. Because the United States, what is it? Uh, the United States Federal Reserve. Actually, you can look in their publication, they'll tell you. Let me grab this. United States Federal Reserve pushes for 2% inflation on the currency every year. Let me tell you what that means. Um, 2% inflation on the currency per year, every year, which means uh, if you if you deal with natural law, you know there's you no... Know, um, You know, there's up and down, left and right. There's always, you know, there's two sides to each coin. So the other side of the coin of the word inflation is actually deflation or devalue. If you inflate the currency, you're actually devaluing the currency, which means 2% times 5, right? 2 times 5, that'd be 10. Okay, so... Um, as you're using the currency, it's deflating 2% each year. So over five years, over let's say, let's say, let's say 10 years. Over 10 years, you're using, you're losing 20% of the value. So if you got paid or you made some quote money actually notes you got your hands on some notes and then you hold the notes for 10 years you will have lost 20 percent of the value of those notes or the value that those those notes held when you actually got your hands on 20 percent so inflation 
is number one, which is actually deflation. Inflating the currency deflates the value of the currency, which means it takes more of these notes to purchase the goods or services that you've been getting. Milk is still milk. Gas is still gas. And there's no reason for the prices to be going up over time for these same goods and services other than the currency is being deflated or devalued due to inflation because they're printing so much money or currency. Called inflation. So anytime you hear the word de- inflation, do not think about the word inflation. Automatically translate it to deflation and understand they're talking about taking the value out of the currency, which is the medium of exchange, which is legal tenor for all debts, public and private. And you're an employee, you work for a company, according to the contract, you show up on time and all, they have to pay you. And how they're, quote, paying you is in promises. It's crazy. It's what the elite do not want you to know because you will do different things. That's why number three, I'm going to move on to number three. The third thing is my opinion, you know what I'm saying, that the elite do not want you to know is how to properly save. The elite wants you to save in Federal Reserve notes, or they want you to save in these government promises on paper in a, in a savings account, or use the paper and in quote invest into stocks and bonds and equities that draw all of its value and is valued in the paper promises in the notes how much is the stock worth 126 United States Federal Reserve notes per stock I get the penny stocks penny stocks uh, let me get 150,000 of those penny stocks so the longer you're holding these stocks over time the less the value is on the return or the value on the stock now, speculation is fine. I look at the stock market as a casino. You know, you go in there, you know, expecting you might walk out of here with less than you walked in with, baby. You better have a plan and some, some what's it called? <laughs> some discipline. Because it's madness. So they don't want you, they want you to save, save, save. Saving is save to save your notes, save your promises. How can you move your family forward when the instruments that you are saving are steadily losing value over time? That's and then you put two and two together and take an extra step. You realize that we are being taught to save ourselves into poverty. We're not taught to invest. We're not taught, you know, uh, basic economics in school. I don't even remember being taught how to balance a checkbook. But we're taught everything else. And it's for a reason. It's for an absolute reason. But, but think about that. Save, save, save. Good savers and savers and blah, blah, blah. Savings account. Blah, blah, blah. You save yourself in the poverty, yo. That $100 is worth 20% less. 
So really that hundred dollars it's like it's like an exchange rate. You know what I'm saying? It's like going to a different country and your hundred dollars only equals eighty of their dollars, but you in the same country, fam. It's just ten years later. To me, that's absolutely insane. That is insane, but this is the world we live in. It's, it's, it's evil genius. Absolute evil genius. Absolute evil genius. But I don't care. I'm a genius too. We all geniuses. And if I'm not a genius, I know a genius. Or I'll find one, and we're going to put our heads together, one genius head, and then my not genius head or whatever. And I'm, you know, I'm looking at a solution. But yeah, number three, they don't, they don't, they don't want you to understand how to properly save. They don't want you to understand how to properly invest. Which is number four. They don't want you to understand how to properly invest. Invest in the stock market while the currency that is valued in is losing value. While the stock market itself is like a casino and. You're, it's, it's, it's subject to market loss You can lose everything Anybody who has a brokerage account Or has done with stocks under, has Knows that or has read that disclosure Or ignored the disclosure And you're an idiot But you can lose everything in the stock market Yeah, 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 that's the name Save your money and invest in the stock market Man, last in, in the recession How many of us lost like 40-something percent Of our retirement accounts In our 401ks because the value of the dollar crashed, the value of the market crashed, that was valuing the dollar. So the value of these dollar-denominated investments crashed. Oh, it didn't go to zero. It didn't go to zero, so what are you talking about? Don't have to, fam. 40%. If I work 10 years to save that up, that means four years out of the 10 is out of here. It's a wash. I just lost four years, and a lot of people know it's more than four years. Investing in the stock market, I'm not saying, you know, it's something that you shouldn't do. I'm just saying, what's your hedge, you know? And how did, how does your hedge look? So, you know, the elite invest in tangible assets. The elite invest in um, appreciating assets, actual assets, not liabilities. Or an asset that has a certain amount of counterparty risk. Overall, the elite invest in tangible assets. Diamonds, emeralds, pearls, collectible cars, collectible art, you know, collectibles, precious metals, land, commercial property, real estate. And then, you know, um, certain businesses that occupy certain sectors that revolve around the three necessities of life, food, clothing, and shelter. Healthcare is up there as well. But healthcare is popping right now in the United States because healthcare is heavily subsidized by the government. The prices are crazy. You go to Mexico, you get that thing for like seven bucks. You try to buy it in the United States, it's 700 and that's not a game. That's not a lie. Most of us don't feel it because most of us have some type of insurance, some type of health insurance. Crazy thing is, I don't know if they're still doing it. If you ain't got health insurance, they'll be trying to penalize you, make you pay your fee and stuff. 
and um, the elites do not want you to know about money held properly or value or property or um, whatever, any type of asset held properly in trust. And how that is such a heavy protection. But the main thing that I want you to know that gold and silver is money. I'm dead serious. Do your own research. Look at how much countries have been buying gold. How much gold these countries have been buying. Look at central banks. Look at the European Central Bank. Look at the Bank of England. Look at the Bank of Japan. Look at um, the Russian Bank. Or the Bank of Russia. I don't know. Whatever. It's like the National Bank of Russia. Look at J.P. Morgan Chase. Look at um, U.S. Bank. Look at HSBC Bank. Look at all of these financial institutions and look at what they're buying. Look at what they're putting their money into. By the ton. By the absolute ton. Smart money. I'm telling you. We're about to, we about to be, look. We're about to witness, once again, a wealth transfer. And the last one was a recession. And here comes the next one. So, you know, I know I say cars, you know, collectible cars, collectible art, diamonds. I can't afford no Picasso. How do I take part in this wealth transfer that's about to happen? So, and the simple answer to that is to buy gold and silver, hands down. Silver didn't go up to like 40-something dollars an ounce. It's like 18 bucks an ounce right now. So even if it goes to its previous high, you doubling your bread. Just when it when it gets to around double, get ready to sell it. Exchange it in the notes or hold on to it. I don't know. Same thing with the gold. You can get your hands on gold. You can get enough gold over time, enough silver over time. Let's say you got a house or something like that, and gold goes up to like I don't know, four thousand, five thousand dollars. You got it when it was like fifteen hundred. It's five thousand now. Same thing with the silver. You got it when it was like 18 bucks, 19 bucks. It's 40-something, $46 now. A good time, you know, you got a house and stuff. A good time for me is take exchange some of that, you know, gold and silver back into Federal Reserve notes and write a check to the mortgage, man. Write a check to the student loans. Write a check to the credit cards. Keep your overall holdings. Don't don't cash out everything, but you just you were just a benefit, a beneficiary of the wealth transfer. Maybe on a small scale, but you yeah, as long as you can capitalize on the move, you were a part of it. And wealth transfers they come like every ten to fifteen years. They happen every ten. There's like a mini recession or something. There was one in the eighties. There was one in the seventies with the, with the uh, with the gas. You know what I'm saying? In the nineties, the dot com burst. And, and um, you know, there's, it's like every decade or so. And when you start um, knowing what the elite know, when you become an informed individual and begin to, you know, create or cultivate your informed circle and your informed family, things that you used to freak you out no longer freak you out. You kind of look forward to them. I remember the first time I heard some analyst or some 
um, speak with excitement regarding a recession or a depression. And I thought the dude was crazy, absolutely insane. Who wants a recession? Who wants a depression? And that's people who, you know, who think like that are those that the elite, they like people who think like that. Freeze up, don't make moves. And if you want to make a move, you don't know how to make the move. You don't know what move to make. That's what they like. More money for me, plus, you know, I don't want your family challenging mine in a generation or two. Think about it. But the easiest way to get in on it is get some start, start grabbing gold. It's gonna keep going up. I'm telling you, it's gonna be, it's gonna take a, a few. In my opinion, it's gonna take a year or so, two years maybe, probably, for this whole China deal to get done. And that's if you know some type of conflict doesn't break out with one of its allies or the United States allies or something like that. I do think you know some of the good that's coming out of this is. We may see some manufacturing jobs come to, you know, the United States, come back to America, which will, you know, help people in these jobs. But ultimately, man, these robots are going to take over, straight up. And um, we need to get prepared for this stuff. The best way to get prepared is start making a hedge, man, start getting some insurance, you know, because um, gold and silver, at the very least, is insurance for your paper money. If the paper money goes to zero, at least you had your, you know, you had your position in the paper currency in actual true money, in real money. You got for insurance, insurance for everything else. I mean, it's required by law that you have insurance on your car when you whip in the whip. So gold and silver, at the very least, is going to be insurance for the paper money. And when you start establishing a position in gold and silver... If you have specific types like American Eagles, and that's what I was going to talk about too. Because I wanted to get into this. Because a lot of people didn't notice, you know what I mean? Um, Boom. The possession of gold, coins, and bullion was prohibited except under government license by Executive Order Number 6260, effective August 28th. 1933. It was illegal to hold or privately own gold. Fam, did y'all know that? Since 19, since 1933. That prohibition was revoked by executive order number 11825 December 31st, 1974. Effective December 31st, 1974. So up until 1974, basically 1975, December 31st, 1970. <clears throat> come on, man. That's 1975, baby. So up until 1975, it was illegal to privately own gold or silver. And what was happening, I'm going to put you all on some game. What was happening was the, the government of the United States recognized and realized that was there was a flight of US dollars, US currency leaving the United States beyond their government programs, beyond whatever they were doing. And it was coming from institutions, mostly hedge funds, um, but they were also seeing it was coming from family offices. And the family office is typically um 
an office in the name of the family is not necessarily is run by family members, but it's like, you know, your family got bread if your family has a family office. You just put it like that. You got a state, you got trust, you already know what's popping. Um, but there was family offices that they saw that were, you know, part of this exodus of United States Federal Reserve notes leaving the country. So they figured out that the elite um, in this country were not willing to invest in this country, number one, because they knew what the stock market was, but they also were buying gold and silver from other sovereign nations, but they were using Federal Reserve notes. They didn't care. They know how to not pay taxes on their money and so on and so forth. So what happened was, I'm not playing with you. Y'all can check this out. What happened was, is first, because, and the reason why they were doing this is because of the Confiscation Act in 1933 and that it was illegal to privately hold gold. You know what I'm saying? So in um, 1975, they uh, uh, revoked the prohibition, right? But still, the elite and the rich in the country were still kind of iffy. They were like, ah, and they didn't see the numbers, you know, um, that they were they they wanted to see as far as you know they you know you could tell these, these guys can tell they're very cold with numbers and accounting whatever straight up. So what happened? This is what they did. They waited. It was almost it was right about five years. And first, what happened is the Internal Revenue Service proposed legislation that numismatic coins were non confiscatable. Pay attention to what I'm saying. The, IR, the Internal Revenue Service, the IRS proposed legislation. I think it was 1984 when they did this. Um, And I can't find whether or not the legislation passed or not. And if it did, it's in the Internal Revenue Code. And if any of y'all seen that thing, it's crazy. So I'm still looking. But I know they proposed the legislation. I know that for a fact. And then in 1985, Congress initiated the American um, Gold Eagle Act. From 1985, and then the next the next year, or a couple months later, they did the American Eagle Silver Coin Act. They did the American Eagle Gold, and they did the American Eagle Silver, and these are coins, you know. And they did it, and they got the, you know, they got all this stuff. I mean, I got this stuff. I'm looking at it, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm looking at it. Anyways, um, and they designated, and this is the cold part. This is what you know. This is the cold part. They designated. They called them commemorative coins. This is uh, public law, public law um, 99-61, if you want to look it up. Um, 99 Statute uh, 113, H.R. 47. Find it. July 9th, 1985. All right. This is, this is the coin. Anyways, they designated this coin numismatic. The American Eagle coin, the gold one, and the silver one is the only coin designated numismatic by Congress. I'm still looking, ain't found nothing. It's the only coin designated numismatic by Congress. So you, if you ever, you know, these coins, oh, it's numismatic, it's, it's a Roman coin. I don't care. I don't care if it's Roman. I don't care what, I don't care what is the metal worth. What is the intrinsic value? The intrinsic value. So if it's an ounce of gold, it's an ounce of gold. And it's worth $1,500 because it's an ounce of gold. 
not because it's a bar and it's got pretty little flakes on it and sprinkles and glitter. Nah, man. It's because it's an ounce, it's an ounce of gold. That's why it's worth it's the intrinsic value. It's the value of the actual bar or the coin, the, the, the value of the content of the, the bar or coin, which is gold or silver. That's the intrinsic value. Anyways, these fools are trying to sell you half ounce for like $20,000 talking about it's from some empire. I don't care. I don't get into any of that. But these are the only coins that are non-confiscatable is what I'm trying to tell you. American Eagle silver coins and American Eagle gold coins. And the elite do not want you to know this. Hands down. I'm not saying this for 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 clicks, clickbait, whatever, they, you know what I'm saying? Like not saying this so people be like, oh, for drama, I'm, I'm telling y'all the truth, 100%. They don't want you to know about this. So what am I saying? I'm saying all this to say this. They don't want you to know how to preserve your labor because you went to work for so many hours and then they gave you this Federal Reserve note. And if you know to pay yourself first, because you pay the light bill, you pay the mortgage, the rent, you pay the power bill. I said lights. You pay the gas, probably. You pay the water bill. You pay all these bills. You pay T-Mobile or Verizon or AT&T, whoever you pay. You might pay uh, Netflix. You're probably paying uh, Amazon. A lot of y'all paying for that Disney Plus right now. You know what I'm saying? All these other companies that don't have nothing to do with your family or you are getting paid off of your energy, your labor. And the elite don't want you to know how to capture some of that energy, how to capture some of that value. And preserve its purchasing power over time, regardless of inflation, deflation, whatever. Regardless of that. They don't want you to know that. They don't want you to know how to do that. They don't want you to know how to ratio trade precious metals. They don't want you to know how to make money off of precious metals. They don't even want you really holding it. Because the more precious metals that your estate holds, the less amount of their notes that your estate is holding or you're holding, which means they have no vested interest in not making money off of that. It's a game. And people say it ain't a game. Like, look, fam, it's a game. And I'm telling you that because that's what they think. This is how they think about it. High-level business players, high-level lawyer, all these guys, yo, for real, they look at this stuff as a game. People play the game, even like, High-level thieves. Even Monopoly has a spot to go to jail. So what can you do? Start buying precious metals. You know, gold is tough. Buy by the grand. If you if you like, and you really like, oh look, Soap said it's the only numismatic coins not confiscatable. You know what I'm saying? But IRS, fam. And then it was illegal until 75, fam. I'm only getting American Eagles. Cool, man. Cool. But American Eagle gold coins are not cheap, yo. Gold is not cheap. What I would say is grab it by the gram or whatever you can do. Once you get 31.1 grams or half of that, which is a half ounce of gold. You know what I'm saying? You can exchange the grams for an actual coin if you want. And it's numismatic. You know what I'm saying? Because it's, it's an ounce of gold for an ounce of gold. You feel me? Well, it might be like giving me 10 bucks or something. I don't know. But I, I'm going to give you a, a half ounce of gold 
you gonna give me a half ounce of gold. I ain't giving you nothing more than a half ounce of gold because I ain't getting nothing more than a half ounce of gold. But if you want some fiat currency to, you know, grease the wheels, you know, if it's reasonable, cool. But let it get to around 50, 60 bucks, I'm thinking that's another gram of gold. So nah. That's how you should look at it. But like, you know, you can grab American Eagle silver coins. Silver's like 18 bucks with spot price. It's like 20 bucks, 20 something bucks. Your state may tax the sale of coins. Some states do. It's weird. I go, I'm exchanging money into money, but I got to get taxed on. I don't get it. But whatever. It's a money grab. But like, you know, 20 bucks, grab an ounce of silver, you know, 10 bucks, you know, uh, put in on some, on some gold. You know, get fractional, fractional gold. And then it, it adds up. I'm saying you need both. You need both. Both are part of the foundation, you know. Definitely part of the foundation. You need to grab it. You want to you jump on a fractional gold credit bars. Look, I ain't into the hoopla, you know, the company. I don't, you know, I don't know. The, I don't go to the events. I don't be logging on today. I, I understand the business, but the business is to get my hands and get my people's hands on affordable gold, man. Because if they ain't doing nothing but going up, and you hold that, you hold your grandma gold for like a year. You made technically you didn't make no money. But nominally, against fiat currency that's losing its value, it's going to gain in value. So, you know, you want to get down with care bars, admin at welcometothefoundation.com. You want a consultation, admin at welcometothefoundation.com. You're interested in trustee trading, you're looking for the trustee primer, uh, you want the passport, no social. Um, webinar admin at welcome to the foundation.com. I'm just trying to, you know, do my best to give y'all what you need and what you want at the same time. You know, um, but I, I ain't with that, you know, I ain't with that weirdo. You know, you know what I'm talking about. You don't know what I'm talking about. Think about it. I ain't with none of that weirdo, man. About my business, about the truth, about the real, real. But really, man, I'm really just trying to, you know, I'm really trying to give y'all the business. All this other stuff don't matter. If your family ain't right, if your money ain't right, if your savings ain't right, if your structures ain't right, if you ain't walking down the street and you're really tripping, because if anything, you can buy a car, you know, everything's good. House don't get paid off. It's in the trust. You know what I'm saying? You know, it's a different type of lifestyle. You know, you'd be tripping on less. You know, you start getting your stuff together, you start feeling like, you know, you're really being responsible and not putting... You know, some people like to put, you know, Jesus take the wheel type stuff. You know, some people like that. Some people, you know, don't like. Man, I don't like that. I don't like. You know, I don't like. You know, you might you might be one of the people that don't like to be in a car with someone else driving. But as soon as you get behind the wheel, everything's all good. You know, I'm kind of one of those people. At the very least, I'm putting my seatbelt on, son. Okay. But, um, you know, it starts to feel good. You know, from experience, when you start, you know, getting your affairs in order. Structuring your estate, um, getting your bank account open. It's real. Once you get your bank account open, it's real. Tell me it's not real. You got the trust bank account open? <laughs> Come on, man. All you got to do is do the dance. And that's what we teach the dance, you know, trustee training. But, you know, um, we came on a little late. 
this evening have business handled. I'm going to get to the phone lines, you know, real quick. Uh, but, you know, I'm dead serious when I say, you know, real money, true inflation, which is deflation, um, true savings, and true investment. They don't want you to know this, man. Stuff ain't taught in school for a reason. Our parents and grandparents don't know it for a reason. It took a multiple generations to get the people all over, too. To the majority of people, really, to for, really forget that real money is going to so, so I So, what I'd like y'all to do, if you're so inclined, I would like y'all to find a source. I like Kitco, K I T C O dot com. So, like, they got a lot of charts and stuff. They sell gold and silver, too, but whatever. So they got a lot of charts and stuff. That's one resource, but um, look at the um, price of gold and silver back in the, the Great Recession when Obama was doing that. What did silver go to? What did gold go to? What's the highest it's been in the past 15 years? Gold and silver. How much is it now? Maybe, that, maybe that'll help put it in their perspective. Um, man, I remember that stuff was to fold something hundred dollars an ounce, man. And I was not on it. <laughs> I didn't know yet. I need to go easy on myself. I didn't know yet, but still, man, I should have known. That's how you know how I feel. I should have known. But that'll get your position, you know. And, and you know, stacking it takes years and stuff, you know. To really get to a point where you're like, okay, okay, these years are flying, man. I don't even remember how how this last week flew. I was just out of the country, and that time flew. Man, it's 2020. What? What I'm saying is, you know, most of us, all we got is time. Well, we got a little bit of time. Use that time wisely. And the first foundation, the first step. And truly going private is getting your private affairs and over in order and setting up that foundation with real true um, savings, real money, gold and silver. Straight up. This paper ain't nothing, man. It does what it does. I ain't going to dismiss it, but it's not. And it's losing its value. Check that 2%, 2% inflation target by the Federal Open Market Committee which is the Board of Governors for the Federal Reserve Bank, New York. No way, but y'all. And y'all, y'all, hey, do your research. Double check everything I said. I could be absolutely crazy right now. I, you know, I could be wrong. I could be nuts. Off my meds. Off the ricker, off the scale. Off the cliff, off the chain. Could be off everything right now. And just be talking crazy. So, I suggest you Research what I'm saying. Don't take my word for it. But you know, how does this stuff resonate with you? What I'm saying is it resonates. You. If it does, do some research on your own. And if it resonates more, man, do something. Let that be a New Year's resolution, new commercial New Year's resolution. My commercial New Year's resolution is not to be commercially slapped in the face all the time. Uh, another one is I'm I'm trying to get to 85 percent. To where I'm not paying retail. I had this Jew homie tell me, oh, man, he was like, we don't pay retail for nothing. I was like, wow. 
You got about 60 seconds left in the broadcast. I'll stream a little bit. 424-222-5250. Otherwise, you'll be cut off. I'm going to wait for the stream. Man, I'll jump in the phone lines, man. Um... Yeah, anybody got anything to say? Uh, hold on, refresh. Let me refresh this joint. I know that's good enough. Yeah, tell me what you think. Tell me what you thought. What is it? Uh... My mic, I'm sorry. That was some really Bobo move right there. Man. Shit the bet on that one. I feel stupid. Alright, let me go to the phone line. Um let's chop it up real quick. Let me get about here, man. Get some water. Let me look for a familiar number. I'll be buying some time. Um Oh, come on. I might not maybe I'm not going to the phone line. Maybe I'm not. You try to refresh this. Y'all still hear me? I'm, I'm not on mute. You can frozen? 718-8092. Let's try it. Peace, what's your name? Where you calling from? Ooh. 718-8092. Eight zero three nine six nine zero. Eight zero three nine six nine zero. Peace. What's your name? Where you calling from? Man, am I alive? I love it when it works. Um. Um. Three eight five. Two nine two six three eight five two nine two six. Peace. What's your name? Where you calling from? Peace. Peace. Alright, I'm, 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 I'm gonna take the hint. Let me um uh, make sure to. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. I mean, I, y'all. Hey, I apologize, y'all. No, um. The switchboard obviously isn't opening the mics because I don't think that many people would have not said anything. Sometimes you want or so. But, you know, with that being said, I really, I, I trust, I'm really, you know, look, 
I feel an obligation to put information out. Um, sometimes I get most most of the comments and feedback I get is thank you, and appreciation, and um, and I really dig that. That's not why I do it though, but it's, I really dig it. Um, some of the stuff be like yo, you be talking about the same thing, blah blah blah. But I think that's just people who really want me to drop something different or drop some new stuff or. You know, just put them on the game. You know, I, I feel like I, I put a lot of stuff on the airwaves, um, and I and I look for it and, and strive for it to be legit, to be concise. I strive for it to be um, effective and tangible, something that you can turn around and use. Really, not like I understand the society I live in. It's like an instant society. You know, microwave food. You know. Instagram, you know these things. Um, but I feel um, I feel an obligation to do these shows. I feel like obligation to quote teach or whatever. And um, I really, I really, you know, trust because I don't, you know, I don't hope too much. I know and things that I know I trust so I trust that you know over the years you know you've gotten a lot from the show even if you've never signed up for trustee training you never gotten a consultation um, if you never sent an email I don't really you know care you know um, I really I really trust that everybody over the years have really gotten you know value from the foundation because that's the whole point and you know, um, this information A is not readily available. B, especially when it comes to trust, like these fools don't know what you're talking about. And I don't really talk like that, right? I'm talking about other people, especially in the negative vein. But I'm serious. There's over eighty different types of trust, man. Over eighty different types of trust. And these fools be saying some of the craziest stuff out here, putting people in bad positions. Honestly, and it comes down to multiple points, multiple things. You know, I really was just getting info for myself and my own family. But when I when I caught on to, you know, this conscious community over these airwaves, and I saw and heard what was out here. And I know the predicament that we're in internationally. People who look like me. Internationally. It's, just, it's not just the United States. The United States is just the most blatant. In your face with it. You know. They'll put it on the news. But like internationally. You know just knowing where my people are. You know what. Levels of society. We're accepted at. We were quote allowed to occupy when we try to blend into this system and go and be a citizen, you know, United States and pledge allegiance and all the weird stuff, which is a, a, an entity of government that was not created by us or for us. And when you know the civil rights leaders were talking about taxation without without representation, they were saying that you know we're not represented in there. And you know, these cats would be like, you know, Obama was African American, African American. If you if you look 
And I think he was on some show or something. Like he says that he is Kenyan American. Straight up. But ultimately, when it comes when it comes to trust, and when it when it comes to you know these these entities that the elite have, these people don't know what they're talking about. A, you don't know what you don't know. These state attorneys and these attorneys that are doing these legislative trusts, these living trusts, these inter vivos trusts, these statutory trusts, fam, they are educated by a state junior high school, state elementary, state high school. In a city, yes, but within a state, fam. Then they go to a state college. Maybe they went out of state to another state and attended a different state college. They were taught. And the curriculum is disseminated through the legislature, man. Yo, when you're dealing with a proper trust, I'm gonna tell y'all this. You know what I'm saying? We stream it. Why not? You nine times out of ten, these gurus are talking. You don't know what you're talking about. They arrest some stuff. They don't understand the distinction between legislation or statutory. Even if it says private, pure trust, blah blah blah. You read the whole joint. Nine times out of ten, man, an indenture is invoking some sort of statute. UCC 3 dash man. Okay, put a UCC code in your private trust, fam. Oh, I put the I put the I put the debtor in the trust. Look. The elite in this country do business internationally, correct? Would you agree? Most of them? Okay. Look. In order to be properly structured, you need a structure that can do business internationally. If you're not dealing with someone who has <clears throat> done business internationally, <clears throat> so else, or has experience with those who have done business internationally, you are not going to get your hands on an internationally recognized trust. It's going to be some sort of statutory dance. If it's statutory, it's legislative. If it's legislative, it's controlled and by the government and your heirs don't know that you passed away and it's madness because you thought you were doing your dance because the guru gave you 12 steps and these state attorneys do not have to deal you have to find an attorney or a consultant who knows international structures and the only structure that I know of that is recognized to do business in over 120 countries is a trust structure that we learn about in trustee training there's over 80 different types of trust. I'm trying to tell y'all. There's over 80 different types of trust. Anybody tells you they know them all, they're lying to you. Straight up lying to your face. So, you know, I just trust that y'all got get value. Not only gotten value out of this episode of The Foundation, but, you know, at least hopefully like half of the episodes of The Foundation. So, thus far... And I'm not talking like I'm finna stop. We still going. Foundation ain't going nowhere anytime soon. But as I reflect on this new commercial year in this endeavor known as the Foundation LLC Trust, I just wanted to thank y'all, the new people, especially the OGs, the regulars from day one. And also, you know, as I'm being thankful and appreciative of all of y'all in this whole path that I've taken these last four years. I trust that I have brought value to you primarily 
And secondarily, I trust and hope that I brought value to High Frequency Radio Network. Hands down, straight up and down. And that's it. I trust that y'all learn some of the things that the elite do not want you to know. I trust that you'll do something with the information, not just know it, say that parties, break people's minds wide open because they have no idea about this information. Then they go back and learn it and realize that, man, this dude's cold. He must be sitting around reading these laws, reading trust, um, and then just reading Supreme Court case laws. So. But it's more than just being cool and it's more than just looking cool. It's more than just knowing stuff. It's actually doing stuff with it. And I encourage you to change your life and change the life timeline of you and your heirs and the the people that you love. And you're going to do that with consistency and dedication. You're going to do that with proper knowledge. You're going to do that with correct information correctly applied. I do my best to give you all the correct information. Do you all to correctly apply it. I love y'all. I love y'all hands down, straight up. I don't even I don't even know y'all and I love y'all. But I can feel y'all, you know what I'm saying? With that being said, it's another one. Um, I appreciate y'all. If y'all are interested in consultation, trustee training, uh sign up for care bars, getting your hands on real money. You know, um, you need more information about maybe where you should go to, you know, start purchasing your, your silver eagles. Um, whatever. Email me, admin at welcome to the foundation.com. Keep studying, keep pushing, keep learning. Believe in yourself. You can do this. You're stronger than you think you are. You're stronger than they told you. You're doper than they told you. And most of our limitations, it's in our mind. We got to change the way we think and change our thoughts. But I believe in you. I know you can do it. I know you can do it. And I got your back. And I'm here every week. And I'm just an email away. And some of y'all, I'm just a phone call away. Or a text message. And that's what's up. But I trust y'all have a great week. Regardless of all the bad news. I tell you this stuff so y'all can know. So you can't say you didn't know. I told you. Let's get ready. Let's make this happen. Let's emerge from this next recession. With a cold, well-set-up foundation for our family and our estate. And I got your back. I want y'all to have a great week. Enjoy yourself. I want y'all to say 10 things that you're thankful for before you go to sleep tonight. Wake up in the morning. Before you brush your stank mouth, say 10 things that you're thankful for. And one of them better be that you have another day to make a difference, to change yourself, to change someone's life, and to do better. And that's all I wish for you. And so that's all I want for you. Y'all have a have a wonderful week. I'm gonna be here next week. Foundation. Be back on time. Sorry about the late episode. But I'm here. I love y'all. And I appreciate y'all. Enjoy yourself. Peace to the gods. High frequency radio.